you a true motorsports enthusiast seeking premium safety equipment? Do you need expert advice to make the right choice? Look no further. Go to ogracing.com. The ultimate destination for high-quality motorsports gear. OG stocks. It's not OG. OG stocks products from the largest manufacturers, including Sparco, OMP, Alpine Stars, and much more. OG Racing is offering. It's OG is offering an exclusive 15% to our listeners. Use code SLIPANGLE15 at OGRacing.com during checkout. It's OG, Emma. You'll get free standard shipping on orders over $100. Don't miss out. Visit OGRacing.com and use SLIPANGLE15 at checkout. That's OGRacing and OGRacing.com and SLIPANGLE15 at checkout. This episode is brought to you by FireLapse and FireLapse.com. Too often, drivers fail to extract the full performance potential out of their vehicle at the track because analyzing motorsports data takes time and can be difficult to understand. FireLapse is a fresh and intuitive tool to simplify motorsports data review to allow you to focus on reducing your personal best lap time. This year, SlipAngle and FireLapse have partnered together to help our audience go faster. Annual subscription signups using promo code SlipAngle or SlipAngel We'll get 15 months for the price of 12 and a free slip angle or track tune t-shirt. Head over to firelaps.com and start letting your data be your coach. For years, Slip Angle and Apex Pro have worked together to help make drivers faster. The all-new Apex Pro mobile app for iOS and Android is now available on the App Store and Google Play Store. Download the new app for free, create a user account to log as many laps as you'd like using your phone as the GPS source. Apex Pro is the app for timing your laps and logging your data at the track. With video recording and intuitive analysis features, plus the ability to easily share and compare data, Apex Pro is the best way to learn about your driving track side. Apex Pro includes leaderboards so you can see where you stack up against other users, and Apex Pro lets you see other drivers on track in real time with the Crew View feature. Upload your data easily to FireLapse to compare with drivers using other data devices. Download for iOS and Android today by searching Apex Pro New. No pre-event, barely check a level, and I'm doing a podcast with my buddy Hayward. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, good. How's PRI been for you? Uh, PRI is like the best awful two days or three days of everyone's life. It's very productive. It is very productive. It's a lot of conversations. It, I feel like there is more like overt positive energy about yeah. the industry and the sports. Yeah. I've heard more people talking about this crazy idea of inclusion right. than ever before. I don't and know how do we, we get more people into yeah, this. Yeah, I don't know how we pin who came up with that idea. Yeah. And I've heard way more like what feels like genuine authentic right. rising tide raises all ships, let's work together. Yeah. You know, it, I just met Chris Cabetto who runs Hyperfest. I thought that guy hated me. Talked to him for a few minutes. Nice guy. I never talk to anybody at these shows that I think hates me. There's, that's that's not that, that ever a, the experience. That was an accidental meet, but uh, yeah, it's been real busy and, like you said, really positive vibes. Yeah, it's so, a really good vibe. Um, obviously, you work for SCCA. Uh, True I facts. I, I have a, a previous history with SCCA. I haven't had time to run there much besides some track nights, but um, we've talked to you in the past about SCCA things. Uh, real quick, SCCA things good? Uh, I think SCCA things are really good. Um, we are we're launching this club spec idea, yeah. which is like a one car does it all thing on S197 Mustang and NC Miata. Yep. And um, we're really, really committed to doing all the things with that car next year. We want to do one lap. We want to come run with you guys, uh, time attack. Yep. 
uh, drive the car wherever we go kind of thing. So that's a super fun project. Yeah. Um, and then uh, working with Grassroots Motorsports to bring Ultimate Track Car yep. into Time Trials Nationals has been yeah, um, I tried a lot to do of excitement. That too, but then you took it from me. You know, I feel like you know, <laughs> if you love something, you let it go. And yeah. if you're... Yeah. Whatever I don't know I don't know how it's I don't know where that ends but hey, the GRM's good people no matter absolutely. no matter where they bring that competition yeah do we sh- so. do we do shout outs there is that a thing sure uh, I, I think got time guys, on the show I think we gotta give a shout out to our, our boy Tom Sutter who yeah. is now officially the publisher of Grassroots Motorsports I, so the first time I met him he was like twelve so I had dinner on Wednesday night for his thirtieth birthday yeah. here that's awesome so yeah huge awesome. Uh, huge achievement for he's, him uh, he's a hardworking kid he is that. And his dad taken a step And we're now back, old enough to call a 30-year-old a kid, which feels really good. I was like 23 when I met him. He was actually a child. Yeah, I think that's true. We were at the Grassroots Challenge in 2007, I think. So whatever math that ends up making him. But uh, he was playing with slot cars. Uh, and, I was, and I think we won the slot car kit that he was playing with in a raffle or something. But uh, that was the first time I actually met him. And now he's a different person. Now he takes our money and puts us on paper. Oh, so. he pays us. That's not how it works. Weird, yeah. That's really weird. I don't. I gotta get that deal. Yeah. Um, So yeah, uh, you obviously do that stuff. You do SCCA things, but you're also a car guy. I am a car guy. Um, How is car guy life for you? With three kids, two dogs, a mortgage, a full time job. I thought you had two kids. I've got two that um, that I helped create. Yes. (laughs) And then uh, I acquired a bonus kid uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, it's like the the next level. So, yeah, yeah, that's um, it's it's a real parenting ninja move. And you also like do this event stuff all yeah. the time. You're yeah. at events, yep. you're planning things, you're steering, you're helping steer like a big org. Uh, what's it like to be Hayward and also still like cars a little? I mean, it's Where really hard. There? It's really hard. It's hard to it's be really, a car it's guy. So right hard. Now. <laughs> um, Fake cry. Uh, you know what I? Yeah, I was. I grew up in a motorsports family. Um, I got into autocross in the late right. 90s. I got, you know, I went far enough with autocross to get divorced and, and bankruptcy and all those things. Ooh, bankruptcy, as, as too. As one does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Long story. Um, sometime we'll do a show about the motorsports gig economy of yeah. the mid-2000s and the, uh, and the Rev It Up and it Taste of Lexus well. era. I, yeah. it, it's a, it, we'll just make it a different yeah. show. Um, but uh, the, what I kind of realized... Um, here in the last couple of years is that uh, I'll back up. I was really intentional with stepping away from the driving in 2014. Personal I had a chance driving, to yeah, launch, yeah. Uh, to be a part of launching track night. We reset time trials. We did you know a lot of work that feels really important and valuable to the club and to the industry and it's stuff yeah. that I'm super proud of. One of the first places you ever talked about track night was on our podcast. It was indeed, yeah, because you were the only ones that would have us. We were the only podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there was like five automotive podcasts at the time. No, I could think of two that rejected us, but that's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> I will just say you were the only ones that were excited to hear about a yeah. driving program with no we race were, instruction. You were slumming it with yeah. Slip Angle, I yeah, understand. Yeah, it was a thing. Yeah. Um, and then probably three years ago, two years ago, um, I don't know, uh, right like, as we're going into COVID. Yeah. Um, I started thinking about like I've spent a lot of time in this kitchen and I haven't really eaten the food in a while. I right. need to reconnect with the sport, with the community. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then COVID happened, and you know we kind of went sideways on everything. But you know it's it's tough. I mean yeah. it's really tough because I remember being good at this. Same. And when I when I say I remember being good at this, it's not just behind the wheel. Yeah. It's remembering to bring the tire gauge. Yeah. It's you know I went the first time I competed <laughs> at Time Trials Nationals. I took. Eight tires and six wheels. Yeah. Why, why did that happen? And did all those detail things that 
you know, you you hear about constantly in motorsports that right. the, the importance of preparation, the importance of focus. Yeah. And like I thought I could just come back into it and flip the switch and be right back where I was. It's hard. It's very hard. I took a few years off for the most part. You know, I drove a DE here and there. Um, and now Abe, my co-host, makes fun of me that I'm a bad mechanic because I don't do this anymore. You're out of practice. I don't do this anymore. I'm yeah. not a bad mechanic, but like I'm not a mechanic anymore. Yeah. I'm just not. Yeah. Uh, and same thing with track prep. Like when you do it five, six, eight times a year, you're really pretty good at that. But when like you're like, I guess I'll take the car. And maybe after the driver's meeting, I'll check the tires. Right. You probably right. aren't going to check the tires. No. I mean, I can't tell you <laughs> how many events I ran this year where, and, and this is really, you know, we're going to talk about cars and the car change and all that. If we need to, we can. But, you know, what it's, I found myself sitting on the start line yeah. of a hill climb and the message in my head was, what am I doing here? Yeah, and for a long time I like chased like why am I thinking that? Why is that there? Because yep. I kept thinking about it in terms of like why is this important? Why is this, why why am I putting effort towards this? And then I'm standing in my kitchen one day. Yeah, and I think we've all experienced this where you're standing in your kitchen and you know that you came into the kitchen for a reason. Yeah, but you don't you can't remember what it was. Yep. And what, what did I come here for? Popped into my head was what am I doing here? Same thing in the car world. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's that. It's the I don't have a plan. I haven't processed this right. course. I haven't you know coming from an autocross background it's all processing with yeah. just a little bit of execution and i've lost those muscles for right. the processing and the design and all that it so goes yeah, away. It's, it's hard it goes away it's hard i've i might have told you this but i've said it on the podcast a few times one time i was qualifying for a gltc race at autobahn you know it's not i'm a mid-pack whatever a couple years ago four years ago and five three years ago i don't know um and all of a sudden i just drove off the racetrack because i found myself thinking Shit! Did I call time attack to grid? Did anybody? Is anybody gonna call time attack to grid? And uh, yeah, then I almost crashed my car because I was not prepared. It's hard to get your head in the right spot. Yeah, it really so, is. So what? Uh, what have you been playing with? I know you had your Integra. You did some stuff with. So I, I got back into hill climb with an Integra. Uh, yep. I ran one event and decided this is not the droid I'm looking for. Uh, stumbled across Blake Mary, this old F production GLTC car yep. for sale in pieces. Thought. How hard can it be to put together a Civic? I've done that a hundred times. Yeah. Got it in my garage, realized that Blake cut off every single mounting point for every single thing in the it's car. It's a very custom build. Very custom build. Um, it was uh, an EF sedan, 88 to 91 Civic sedan, and he pushed the front seat back, like, what, 12 inches? About 12 inches, yeah. So Just, you're behind the B-pillar, yep. and steering is extended, floor mount pedal box, wild cage that goes through the B-pillar. Yep. Um he brought that out to like 2017 Road Atlanta Festival, uh, and that was when I was starting my personal build. And I was like, "This is what I want to yeah. do." And mine is my seats move 14 inches back. It's what, I mean, <laughs> same thing. Blake did an amazing job. Yeah, with really it. cool fab work. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, I have no welding skill whatsoever. Yeah. So everything that I've been done with a car has been begging and borrowing and stealing from right. friends and, and stuff like that. I swapped it to a B series. Yeah. And Blake built this Super Trek custom shift linkage that brings it inside the car and yep. it's super rad but i needed longer shift levers yeah. and i don't i it's don't about three inches different from yep. a d-series yep. two so, inches different yeah so it was been a really interesting learning experience but going back to it's hard um the car is currently for sale just because <laughs> i don't have the bandwidth for the care and feeding and it breaks my heart and it's to like sell a it. ready built you've raced it up a hill climb car yeah i mean it great it, cage the last event it ran, um, it took down an eight-year-old record at a hill climb that's been run since 1961. That's rad. 
So, I mean, and if the car's right now good. it's got, what, a GSR engine? GSR trans. engine, 4 7 final drive, okay. plate diff. Um, really cool stuff. Yeah. So, uh, um, if anybody's listening and wants to make me an offer on it, we do uh, have some Civic dudes. You do have some. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yes. A couple of them. Huh. Um, so, yeah. So, we'll see. So, you're, you picked up something else. I did. Which is the reason you picked up something that might fit your life a little more. Yeah. We, what's, little, your, what's your plan? Um, so, when does this go live? A couple weeks. Couple, oh, yeah. We can talk about it. Um, uh, Perry Elwood, who's run with you guys, run with us, run with everybody, uh, had an incident back in 2018 and yeah, yeah. dinged up an FDRX7 real good. Right. And uh, he got connected with Steve Eckrich, who's a big time rotary RX7, yeah. RX8 guy. And Steve set him up with an RX8, um, uh, a R package, all the good stuff. And Perry basically built the um, the FD into the RX8. Right. Uh, the chassis but a little bit longer, a little bit longer, a little bit more wheelbase, uh, a lot more disposable. Yep. The, um, yeah, the chassis are almost free. Yep. That drivetrain's kind of priceless yep. now. Yep. But. And for me, you know, it's it's a it's a low mile everything, and it has roll up windows yeah. and door locks, and you just yeah. sit down and turn the key. And can you and, drive it down the street? Uh, it does not currently have what is known as a clean VIN. Okay. Um, so we'll see. Okay. Um, but I've got you know a 15 year old and 11 year old that are interested in this stuff and. In the autocross world, having a passenger seat for that's real good, right, right. and uh, the ability to go to an event and have multiple drivers and multiple classes and stuff is, is real good. And, right. and uh, what yeah, class I'd, would that fall into in autocross? Uh, it's either a street mod car or yeah. extreme street. That's what I thought. And I can street get to minimum mod. weight in either with it. Can you really? Yeah. So okay. Um, so that's real real good. What I keep of, saying real good. I think it's real good. Um, right, well, that's fine. And if you think, think it's real good, you might want to buy that car. Yeah. And uh, then it's uh, got a big Borg Warner turbo on it. You yep. Said? Yep. So um, it's a great build. Perry did a great job yeah. with it. Matt Busby is so mad at me for buying it as uh, as cheap as I did while he's building his. For, yeah. He's building his for dollars on the dollar, and I'm, yeah. I I got to deal with Perry. So. I've been talking with Matt about the RX-8 that he's yeah. building. Uh, he I think he might be glad that we're bringing some GLTC to the West Coast because uh, he wants to do that. But, uh, yeah, RX-8s are a cool platform. It's um, a great platform. It's it effectively yeah. like a big ND Miata yep. or NC with Miata. With better brakes. Yeah. Uh, stronger hubs, better brakes. Um, yeah, the the NC Miatas that have ran with us in GLTC and Time Attack, a lot often they'll upgrade to the RX-8 spindles. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, great suspension, a little bit longer. Um, yeah. Cool cars. So, you know, tying back to work, um, the NC is one of our club spec platforms. Okay. And one of the things that we allow there is the up. So the club spec concept is. How do we make these cars easy to own, fun to drive? Yeah. And so the mod list for that spec class is not just, uh, you know, it's, it's a Penske shock kit uh, with Mazda Motorsports support. Right. Um, but it also has the oil cooler, the the um, radiator upgrade, the hub upgrade. To uh, make a really good all-around car. To make, yeah, to make yeah. it as bulletproof as it can possibly be. Because um, for, I don't know about you, I'd rather not wrench. Yeah. Well, you also want to have strong hubs yep. on a race car. Yep. My first... SCCA weekend, Garrett Dunn in ITA was in front of me, and then his wheel came off because the hub sheared off because those are old hubs. That always that's never made me not think about hubs and bearings. Yeah, I've never I, thought about that on track ever in a. I think about it all the time. Yeah, in a thirty-five-year-old Civic, that never <laughs> ever ever crosses cars. my mind. I literally have unobtainable CRX VTI uh, hubs or spindles because they use Integra hubs, same geometry, but even the spindles thicker. 
it's like impossible stuff to find. My buddy in England, Richard, found them for me years ago, but because I saw that stuff happen. When you want to have a car that doesn't have those problems, yeah. You know? What's the um, getting back to SCCA quick? What's the basic packages for club spec and what's the thoughts they run they can run in a bunch of places so it, it will have for people that don't know sta- given the elevator pitch uh it'll have standalone classing for solo and time trials next year it's obviously track yep. night eligible yep. the only thing you really um officially can't do with it is road racing mm-hmm. yet yeah if we get a lot of these cars in the wild maybe we look at that at yep. some point in time um s197 4.6 liter mustang that's like an all-time, all-time favorite autocross car for a lot of people. It's it's a lighter car, easier to drive car. Right. right. Uh, Sam Strano won a whole bunch of national championships with it. Yep. He loves it. And ice, there's Blake Meredith right there. Um, we're just talking about yeah, talking about your old car. I walked over by the booth. I didn't see you. Uh, no, an hour ago. I didn't know if you were here. Blake's here. Blake's been on the show before. How's it going, guys? Blake now works at MCS, so we were literally just talking about your old Civic, which he's built into a car, and and maybe yeah. selling or may not be selling. This, we this is decided. the least SCCA focused Hayward Wagner podcast we've had. We're so. talking about feelings, and now we're currently talking about club spec, so it might be. We should SCCA probably focused. do that at some point, but <laughs> we'll master fabricator you. Blake Meredith. Yep. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you in a few minutes. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, what a great dude. I like Blake a lot. Him Blake's and Trevor awesome. took a bunch of my money for some MCSs this year. Uh-huh. Do not regret it. Yeah, oh, right, Do not really, regret yeah. those that purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah, they got me set up on triples for my Civic. It's amazing. They're amazing shocks. Oh, my God. Don't don't tell me that. <laughs> They're so good. So, club spec. Yeah. Uh, S197 Mustang. Yeah. Uh, Strano is our subject matter expert for it. He's picked the kit. He deals the kit. Yeah, uh, it's Coney, and it's super approachable, right? Coney yep. Yellows, uh, Sport Springs. Okay, um, but doing all of the durability things that car needs, doing the diff bushing, doing yep. the the reinforcement on the sway bars, again, minimizing the time in the garage, yep. maximizing the time having fun. There's an autocross autocross class. There's a time trials class. Yep. You can do all the things. What I really love about it is the goal of this is to get people into multifunctional cars. Right. You can drive it to work. You can drive it on track. You can drive it on autocross right. courses. Time trial, everything, yeah. And that means that if you do the advanced safety stuff, you add the roll bar, you can go to race seats. Yeah. And for most of these cars, you're going to get to a zero-out weight um, mm-hmm. when you do that. You're going to put about right. 50, 60 pounds of roll bar in. You're going to pull about 30 pounds out of each seat. So you get to have your cake and eat it, too, where you're not hurting yourself as an autocross car. Right. Because you added safety, your your weight's coming back down. Right, with the yeah, NC, that, that balance of safety versus weight is a thing. It's a thing, yeah, for yeah. sure. And it, it is everywhere, you know, yeah. But but especially in autocross, um, the NC kit we partnered with Mazda Motorsports, um, and that's a kit. You call Mazda Motorsports, you order the kit, you get the bars, the springs, the you know everything. Yeah, uh, and it's Pinsky shocks. Mm-hmm. It's a single, um, yeah. and that's a forty two hundred dollar kit. Is that the same kit? They've sold that kit for a while, right? This is a this is the kit for the new Spec MX-5. It's, it's yeah. not the Spec Miata kit. Yeah. It's the NC kit. Yeah, we've had a few people run NCs with yep. that. And so. so if you want to get to road racing, mm-hmm. you can buy your NC. You can put the suspension kit on it. You right. can put the track safety stuff in it. You can autocross it. You can track it. You can daily drive yeah. it. And, and when you're, you're already rated, in the ballpark of... You're already halfway there. Yeah, you don't... Living you on a prayer. make all the Take choices. my hand. We'll some make people, it, I swear. Some people don't... <laughs> It's a good song. Some people don't want to like 
make all the choices of like I don't know what suspension to buy, especially in 2023. So when I there's think so this many is, coilovers. This is where I think we are as there a are sport. some people that don't want to be me, and that everybody wants that, to be you. I don't. I mean, car wise. Yeah. Oh, sir, sir, sir. I don't think they want to be me either. But I, I mean, yeah, having a having a semi spec setup like that is pretty cool. I think that was that what the, always attracted me to B spec. Yeah. I think the so. market is going in two equally important directions at the same time, yeah. and both of them have the word easy. It's either needs to be easy to do, yeah. which is cl- which is club spec. Buy your car on Facebook Marketplace. Call Sam. Call Mazda Motorsports. Yeah. Have them ship. Both of them can ship you everything you need to get started, yep. and then your safety decisions are all you really have to make. Okay. You can build it in a day. That's easy to do. Yeah, literally, you probably could. The easy to understand model is what I see in GLTC. It's what I see in CAM. It's yep. what I see. It's these mythical. One page, two page, five page, well, whatever it is, rule sets, pages, where it's easy to understand. It was eighteen pages. It's yeah. growing. Yeah. It, you know, it's easy to understand. You, yeah. you, it's kind of a you can do what you want to space. It's hard to optimize. Yeah. But you get a lot of people that like the culture of easy to understand. Yeah. And, and, and so there are people that like to tinker. They like to sure. try to build their better mousetrap. Yep. But that's not everybody. There's a reason right. that spec. There's a reason exists. why there's two both cultures. There's a reason that you know spec racer Ford is a thing. Spec Miata is all over the world. Spec, you know, the ND, NC, everything in the MX-5 world. So You want to guess yeah. what the, the largest Formula car class at the runoffs was this year? Formula Mazda? What is that? Formula Enterprises. Really? Spec, Spec winged yeah. Formula cars. Sell me a Formula Big car. Big surprise. What do those have in them engine-wise now? Uh, I think it's the 2-liter Mazda motor. Yeah, I thought it was the Duratec yeah. Mazda. Yeah. I don't know much about those. What's interesting to me, and just a brief aside, formula car racing. I don't care where this goes. We can talk about whatever you want. Uh, Yeah, I think that when you look at formula car racing in the United States, we have a lot of historic warmth for Formula Ford, for Formula V. Yeah. Because in the 80s, those were awesome. Like, these are huge fields. It was like the first accessible stuff. And if you want to go all the way, that's what you got to be in. Right. Well, in 1980... A Formula Ford, Formula V looked like an Indy car or a Formula One car from twenty years prior. Yeah, they don't anymore. Now an FE Formula Enterprises car looks a lot like an Indy car, a Formula Atlantic Indy car from twenty years ago. And so there's this kind of what did I grow up seeing on TV? I want to drive something that looks like that. They're really not that expensive either. They're not bad at all. Um, How how does uh, SCCA Enterprises relate to SCCA? SCCA it is a subsidiary. Okay. So SCCA has three subsidiaries, mm-hmm. Pro Racing, the SCCA Foundation, and Enterprises. Okay. Enterprises, and Enterprises builds, builds and sells FE2 cars. and yeah. Spec Racer. Right. Um, do they sell the engine setups for Spec Racer Ford? Yes. That's what I thought. And that's sealed and all yep. that stuff. Yep. Okay. And then they do the sequential gearbox and, you know, all Is all Spec Racer Ford sequential now? It is. It's an option. It's not required. That's what I thought. Yeah. Because I saw a for sale ad and it said non-sequential trans. And I was like, can you do that? Yep. Spec you Racer sure Ford? can. That's cool, man. Yep. That might make me think about that someday. Yeah. Uh, yes, sequentials are neat. So they're not free. No, they're not. They're not free, but they're neat. Yep. Um, so getting back to your personal car journey, where do you see yourself uh, going in the next few years? You still want to steer a car in anger a little bit? Um, I think uh, a lot of it is going to be about the family. Yeah. If it's what the kids are into and everybody yeah. goes and has a good time, then probably. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got a three hill climb series in the southeast, and and I'm really involved in that on a leadership level, right, and that's right. probably where I'm most passionate about driving because autocrossing is a you know is a drug that once you start taking it, you're taking it every weekend. Yeah, and, it's and, difficult, and I don't have that that space. Right. Um, every Saturday's not free for you. Yeah. 
Um, I love driving on track, but I'm not. Uh, it's not where I've honed my skill. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of learning to do there. Right. Um, but I mean, I think. Yeah, How many years get, did you do like national level autocross? Uh, my first solo nationals was 2000. Okay. Uh, this year I had to go home on Tuesday with COVID, so mm-hmm. that's, I broke a 23 year start streak. Okay. Um, but I would say that I was. 2000 to 2013 yeah. um, was probably, yeah, that was pretty intense. That's a while. Um, incidentally, I have an 11-year-old son, so you can figure out that's how. That's when that stops. Yeah, imagine. imagine. Amazing. And actually, that's super not fair. It was really more about, works. more about the job and, and just recognizing that there's an opportunity to contribute here in a different yeah, when way. When did you start working full-time there? Uh, April 1st, 2014. Okay. It's about then, too. Yep. Um, well, I'm glad to see that you're still trying to have some fun and find the passion for it. Yeah, I mean, I think. You know, if I think you some don't, of that is important when you're in the leadership of it as well. Yeah, if you don't, at some point in time, you look around yeah. and realize that you're the vegan chef in the steak restaurant. Yeah, like if yeah. you're not eating the if you're not eating the food, then how do you know right. if it's good or not? And um, I've, I've really learned a lot. I think it's important. Yeah, it's yeah. super important. So um, the it is. I mean, we've talked about it. Me and Abe have talked about like this in the past. Is like it's tough to want to because like there's there's whole years where it's like I don't really wanna. Dude, it's I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you this. This don't tell anybody. Okay. Okay. I went and ran a Pennsylvania hill climb in September. Yeah. Uh, I towed up there by myself. I slept in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I hung out on Friday. I took my four runs on Saturday. I woke up on Sunday morning. I had a great day on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. But just wasn't really feeling it. Didn't feel like I needed to do it. I walked around from watched from corner stations. Right. Uh, just kind of checked it out. You know, uh, scoped the vibe, yeah. as the kids say. I think I don't know. Vibe is important. Loaded the car up at lunch and drove home. Yeah. I didn't check anybody in. I didn't pull anybody out of a ditch. I didn't tech any cars. Good for you. I. J- it was amazing. Yeah, I was haven't am- had you that. Should, you should try it. I haven't it. had that life in a you while. You should try it. it I, one of my one of my friends from Michigan runs a. He just runs a couple of DEs a year. You know, he hosts them. He walks up. He says, "You got to get back to one of my events, just so you don't have to work." And I think like, it's yeah, really that probably hard. is something I need to do. Like so. it's really hard for us as organizers to understand how recreational a lot of this space is. It's so fun when you don't have yeah. to host it. Yeah, and I love yeah. you know I I love what y'all have been able to do in the space. I love what we've been able to do in the space. I think it's really important for the industry. But there's also you just to me. I think about going to an event like Time Trials Nationals, and all I can think about is how, how stressful that's going to be. Yeah. And I, I need to get back to a place where I can more directly relate yeah. to the participants who might be moderately stressed about their performance, but they're also... I mean, it's it's really radical stuff, like right. going to get lunch. Amazing how they were. I haven't eaten, and it's 3 o'clock. Yeah. Um, yeah, I typically don't eat at our events unless yeah. someone brings me food. Mm-hmm. Because I forget, yep. you know, like but, going to the bathroom. By the time you go to the bathroom, you can't believe how bad you have to go yep. to the bathroom. Um, yeah. And at the same time, it should be acknowledged that uh, putting together an event that runs on time, that people have a good experience with, that is safe and fun, and you hit all your marks, that's probably as big a rush as you can ever get at a racetrack. Oh, yeah. I the, mean, it's the after event. If you're proud of an event afterwards, that's a pretty good feeling. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty good so feeling. It's... um. um well, RX-8 life. RX-8. That might be fun. We'll see. Did you buy it for sure? Uh, I have a deposit on it. Okay. If we're, if we're being honest. But by the time this airs, I should own it So right for real. now, you have a Civic to sell. Don't take the engine out yet. 
guy. Because maybe you'll find a buyer here. Well, I'm, what I'm going to do is list it as engine still in car available. You know, and, yeah, and you see. can come and see that it runs. Yeah, and I've got a... a it's a painted ni- this gorgeous tan. Mm-hmm. Quick sand. It's such a cool color. Quick sand. It's the Toyota G- give Tacoma us, color. Give us the rundown on the specs of it. Because um, I've seen it at Marketplace because so many people have shared it with yeah, me. It's, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I know that car. I helped uh, him build that on the phone. BC, cool, <laughs> po- BC coilovers uh, from Redshift. Yeah, um, Redshift stuff. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's nine lives wing. It's got 15 by nines on the front, 15 seven and a halfs on the back. One event A7s on it. Um, so that's worth like a grand right there. You bought new tires? Uh, I, first time in my life Ball that I bought brand new R, R compounds. What is, a, what is it about event organizers that run the free tires from their friends? <laughs> I need better friends. <laughs> my friends give me two-year-old tires. and like, hey, you want these? I'm like, yeah. you probably get a day out of those. <laughs> yeah. um, carbon hood, carbon deck lid. I think yeah. the car probably weighs about 1,800. Yeah. I've also got an 89 hatch with a torsion and a really low mileage motor in it roll bar um that's got coney 20 uh, 3011s on it and uh those are good shocks i had a set of those in my crx yep whole bunch of rotor wheels so we'll see it's gonna be it's gonna be yard sale time soon time to get rid of some things yep you're getting out of the civic life for sure well i've also got the 89 daily driver that um so So no so no no it's um you There's know, something it, about that generation of chassis. Is that the there, car that you got into motorsports with? Yeah. yeah. Same with me. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I know everyone that still has one. <laughs> I feel like when I, and I'm not going to do the math, so just work with me on this, but when I started like coming of age in the sport, and I'm 13, 14 years yeah. old, and I'm looking yeah. around, I'm looking at CRXs. Yeah. And they're just the coolest thing in the world. For sure. And I'm looking at Bug Eye Sprites and going, I don't really get it. Yeah. And I've come to appreciate the Bug Eye Sprite, but as a 14-year-old, a CRX was infinitely cooler than a Bug Eye Sprite. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now, for a 14-year-old, that the EF is twice as old as the Bug Eye Sprite was when I was 14. When, when I was probably 14, probably a couple years after you were 14, but same era, there was one in my town, an EF hatchback, red, same color as mine. He must have had cut springs on it, and he had some, like, Ankies. And I thought it was the coolest thing yep. I'd ever seen. There's, yeah, I there's, love the angular front end of them. Same, I've had a bunch of CRXs. I've had a bunch of hatchbacks. I mean, I love them. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense. It's how Chris and I became buddies because he had a CRX. He still does. Um, there's something about that chassis, but it's hard to get rid of them. It's hard to get no, rid of them. Yeah, well. I mean, like, yeah. they just find you. Yeah. Did you, did you get sent the ad of that dude in Arizona? That yeah, had like the 60 cars or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Car, yeah, 59. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, my yeah. Um, my girlfriend was really happy to hear that one was far away. Yeah, um, so many of my friends were like, "We'll help you get this," and I was like, "I don't have that. I don't have that money, dude." <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's your retirement plan? Well, yeah. I'm going to turn sixty crashed yeah. EFs into thirty good ones and sell I them for ten k each. Probably double my money, but man, that's about a year and a half worth of my Amen. life. So. so, well, I'm sad to see that you might sell the car, but maybe you find a buyer here. We'll see. Make a really good GLTC car. Uh, I've right run there. GLTC. Blake ran it in GLTC. Previously, yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, he, I've got... He put it into the wall a tiny bit. You fixed it perfectly. Um, it was fine. Like, it wasn't bad, bad. Needed a cross member. But, yeah, rear cross or, member and a quarter panel. Yep. Um, car looks amazing. Blake did such a good job on that chassis. I love how it is. Like, yeah. I love so many things about it. The front you strut are, tower reinforcing Oh, the you're talking me into not selling it. <laughs> I thought that... Like the front strut tower that reinforces the cross member and stuff. Yep. I thought that was so cool. Dude, so 
Will you please start telling, like, just turn the mic off and tell me how <laughs> awful the car is because you're talking. Yeah. yeah, it's a good car. It's a pretty good car. Yeah. Anyway, well, I think we did a podcast. You got a plane to catch soon. Yeah, so I probably should. I, uh, I need to drink water. I won't be able to uh, talk anymore. So well, thanks for your time, buddy. Hey, we appreciate um, it. You guys are awesome. You are. You and Chris are elevating the whole sport. Well, and I, it, it's really it, we had the meeting with Time Tri- or National North American Time Attack Group yesterday, um, and the thing that I love most about being friends with you with JD from Superlight Battle is that there isn't animosity None. in our paddocks. Like we have drivers that run with you, and I think that's great. It's awesome. Previously, it would feel like a like cheating girlfriend driver running from GTA to us. They, like, got kicked out of the, the Facebook groups in 2016. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, he runs with grid life now. I'm like, that's stupid. Yeah. I'm so glad that we've got this industry where it's at at the moment, like time trial industry specifically. Um, but, yeah, I'm really glad to be everybody's friend. Yeah, it's so, awesome. So uh, yeah. thank you for everything. Yeah, but uh, thank you. I'm really glad you gave Kyle a job. We were all really worried yeah. about him. Uh, well, he, was the, a, he was a broke college student. Now yeah, he's a broke I mean, race car you know, guy. A lot of people live in shipping <laughs> containers. That's not unusual. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's been a wild it's been a wild four or five years. So anyway, I think that's a podcast. I can't talk anymore. It's act. It's only midday Saturday. And scene. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes, and come and find us in the pit at Grid Live to say hello. 